you're searching for the meaning of life, buckle up, people. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. Don't you know wisdom is never free? You can spend countless nights wandering the dark labyrinths of your mind, searching for the meaning of it all, but you will find nothing, I promise nothing, but a room full of mirrors. Don't you know you are the architect? Don't you know you are confirming your reality through the identity you claim? Don't you know it's match me time? Take them out. Take that special person to that special place. Hell, that special person can even be you. Spoil yourself, okay? If you're not going to do it, who else will? My name is Fool the Intellect, and I'm your host, your guide, your dopamine and serotonin supplier. And this episode is being broadcasted from the Plan B Studios. Yes, Plan B Studios, because every Plan A needs a plan B, safest city in America, Columbia, Maryland. Now, as I gaze upon the Plan B studios, I see not a soul. So you know what that means. It's just you and I. This is our special little time. So get on or get off, because this train is departing soon. All aboard. to the podcast are simple people we match you and you match us so grab your drink grab your smoke sit back relax and let's start this fucking show people feel it it's okay to feel good just a little nostalgia to start the show you know sometimes it feels good to think upon the past the good times, the bad times. But, you know, hats off to the uh, marketing team at Six Flags because, obviously, they didn't really have a, a big budget. So, you know, some crazy motherfucker in the marketing meeting was like, you know what, I got an idea. Let's just send an old guy out there with a ball sack type of head and, you know, he'll come off a bus holding his back, but no, but wait, but wait, but wait. He's going to start dancing. He's going to fucking start dancing. Shout out to the marketing team. I used to have this uh, irrational fear growing up that I would, you know, end up looking like this old guy. But, you know, it's, it's, I'm looking pretty good right now. I'm not on that path. I still got a lot of hair to me. Um, I'm nice and limber. I do my stretches. I do my runs. You know, I'm a good boy. I eat my broccoli. I eat my chicken. I eat the whole goddamn plate. But it's summertime, people. Summertime, or should I say the end of summertime? And may I say, I am very happy because of this. If people say they like summertime, listen, if you like summertime, you're you're either rich. You have to be rich. Summertime is a, uh, I would say, a rich people season. Vacations, uh, beaches, all of that. You know, poor people, summertime isn't really a good time for poor people. 
They don't they really don't have the money, you know, to go on vacations. The poor people season is definitely, I would say, winter. You get off work, they get off school, uh, you know, any hill, any hill will do. That's poor people enjoyment right there. That is the winter time. That is the winter season. So I don't trust anybody that says they like summertime. You like bugs? Uh, you like bugs? No, I, I I can't do bugs. I'm glad the bugs, all of the fucking bugs, are um, going to be dying off very soon. But I am also excited that, you know, fall's coming. I can break out the old the old beanie. It's officially beanie weather, people. And I know you're saying, fool, you rock a beanie. And I'm not, I don't rock one of those, you know, skater type of beanies. I rock, I rock, you know, a nice beanie. And I'm excited of that. I always wear hats. It's nice to break it up a little bit. Cover the old head up. I feel like I have an ugly head, so, you know, I try to conceal it with hats, beanies, you know, the usual stuff. Kids are going back to school. I guess you can say it's uh, school shooter season, but that's a joke I guess some other podcast could have made, but I had to make it, people. <clears throat> but I used to hate going back to school. Basically, yeah, I used to hate it. I, I wasn't the best with social interactions, and, you know, I, I wasn't going back to school time. You know, you had to wear your best clothes, and you can be ugly, and you could be fly, but if you're fly and just ugly, you really can't get by if, you, if you're getting what I'm saying. I was always nervous. Back to school time, you know, my parents set me up. I always had the nicest clothes, but I just looked like a dork in them. I really didn't, I really didn't know my style, and I still don't know my style, but I wish I would have went to one of those, um, how do you say, private schools. I wish I was a private school kid, or not a private school kid, but I wish they gave us, you know, a uniform, a standard uniform to wear. I would have loved to wear, you know, some Dockers khakis. I can get down with some Dockers. Dockers are my go-to pants. Shout out to Elio. Elio, you guys are probably thinking, why is this a, a solo podcast, fool? Your last solo podcast was episode 18, and it's episode 58 right now. Yes, people, I spent 40 days, 40 episodes wandering the desert, just like Jesus did. Or Moses, you know, I can't really, I don't know the bi- biblical people. I try not to get biblical people. But 40 episodes. I didn't think, I didn't think I would wait 40 episodes to drop another solo episode. But I'm here, people. I'm here. Elia will be back, uh, I don't know, probably next episode. He's away on business, on a business trip. Ebot's being Ebot. You know, he has to go to the gym, get that body looking nice. Which, you know what, I applaud him. I applaud the Ebot can stick through the many years. I think he said he's been working out for 10 years. What have you done for 10 years? Have you been honest to yourself? Have you been dedicated to any certain thing for 10 years? I haven't. Seems like every few months I'm starting and I'm stopping something new. Hell, this podcast, this could be the last podcast because I just fluctuate like that. Fool the intellect is always on something new and it's okay. It's okay to be on something new. It's okay to, you know, be wishy-washy a little bit. It's okay to be you. But like I said, back to school, clothes. That was a hard time for me. Elio said that he would never wear his best outfit till day three. Because, you know, the first two days, the kids, you know, they're wearing the best outfits to school. But he said day three is when you really shine. 
which, you know, I could see that, though. But I wonder now if back-to-school time, it has to be harder for kids. Would you say fashion? I went to school, let's say, started school 1997, and I ended 2010. I thought the style was okay back there, but I guess, would you say the style now is better? I don't know. I feel like kids definitely dress more like adults now. Now, back then, I really wouldn't say that. It was like big t-shirts. We still kind of dressed immature, but you know, kids want to dress, you know, like an adult now. And that's going back like to the 80s. Maybe that's like a multi-generational thing. Every other generation kids start looking like adults because if you look back at old notebooks or set people your parents pictures from the 80s 70s those motherfuckers look like they're 40 years old already and that must have skipped my generation but the generation now in school those motherfuckers look like some grown ass adults and i i I hate to say it i am kind of nervous you know my my uh apartment is right next to a school bus stop and you know i have to pass this school bus stop to go to my car every morning and you know i'm gonna say it Teenagers freak me out. Well, I'm, I'm scared. I wouldn't say scared, but they're unpredictable. A group of men, a group of older people, yeah, I can walk past them. But a group of teenagers with a couple boot bags on, yeah, no. They're going to probably try to play the knockout game on all fool. But no, I would rather cross the street. I try to not to cross paths with teenagers. But I am happy they are going back to school. I get to see them less in public. You know, summertime, they get the free reins, you know, at the, at the malls, the tourist destinations and stuff. But I'm glad. Do you think, do you think parents, when they send their kid to school, like uh, elementary school, middle school, do you think they know that their kid is, is dumb? I wonder if my parents knew when they sent me off. Oh, 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 fool, the intellect is going to kindergarten. Uh, We know this is going to be a rough 12 years for this little fucker. Do you think they know? You think they know that? You think that scares them? That must scare them. Because I must have scared the shit out of my parents. Is this motherfucker going to graduate 12 years, go through 12 years of school? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. But when do you think parents actually know they have a dumb kid? Do you think it, they start they start knowing this around like four or five years old? I mean, because it, it, it can kind of get mixed up, I can see. But when is it truly? When do you really know if your kid's dumb or not? Now, I, I, is that a big thing? Would you rather have your kid um, dumb or looking looking pretty or looking like a... Uh, I'm not going to... How do you describe a... a a cute and I'm not gonna say cute kid because that's fucking weird. But how do you describe a fucking okay looking kid but without sounding like a pedophile? And I know I know I said destination pleasure island, but this is not Jeffrey Epstein's private island, people. This is a pleasure island in your mind, inner space. But what is a what what is a word to describe a good looking kid? I, I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on this topic. I'm gonna get off this topic though, but would you rather have a dumb kid or an okay-looking kid? Honestly, I think I would rather have a dumb kid. But having a kid that's not athletic, an athletic kid, that that I couldn't do that. That's the worst. Because you can be dumb. Okay, go ahead, be dumb. But you want to not be athletic? Oh, that's a hard life right there. You're going to be one of those uh, those video game kids or the Mountain Dew kids. And I know that's pretty much all my audience, but... I don't want my kid turning out to you, like you. I don't want my kid listening to this podcast. I would not let my kid listen to the Match Me podcast. 
And frankly, I don't know why you're still listening to the Match Me podcast, but you but you're still listening because you still got a three fourths of that blunt ready to go. But no, the athletic kids, you know, they always got the they always got the the seat at the cool kids table. Growing up in elementary school, if you were the uh, if you were the fastest kid in the class, you were pretty you were pretty cool. And it was always that weird standoff when when somebody said, "Oh, this person is fast." So you had a you had a race. You were racing for your friends. Cuz you know the fastest kid is cool. The fastest kid is fucking cool. But what else makes a cool kid growing up? Is it like for me looking back, if I'm looking back at what makes a cool kid, going back at my childhood, the people I thought were cool, it was probably the, the the dudes that were talking to the girls, you know, the fun, the class clowns. I always wanted to be a class clown, but I always I was always quiet. So I would talk to a select few few people. I would never talk out loud. I never wanted to shine like that. But also let's say cool hair. For me, like I said, going to school in the early 2000s, it was the spiky hair, the spiky gel. You know, you have your hair, you know, poly D-esque like that. But my mom would never let me do that. She would never let me grow my hair out or cut my hair very short. But, you know, looking back, I thought that back then, I thought that was a bad idea. I was like, why won't you let me do this? But looking back now, I thank her. Goddamn. Many awful pictures have been avoided because my mom said, no, you cannot grow your hair out like a female. If you want to grow your hair out like a female, I'll put you in a dress and send you to school. But also the bad kids. I always thought the bad kids growing up were the cool kids, but not necessarily the, the bad, bad kids, but the bad kids that, you know, they were also very respectful to the adults or, you know, could turn that off, that on and off switch. Those type of bad kids. Uh, growing up, I was, uh, like I said, I kind of liked to, I thought the bad kids were cool. So I would, uh, hang out with this, uh, the bad kid and he was in my tech ed class in, in middle school and we were doing something with, uh, the computers or something. But next thing you know, I see him getting on my computer and, uh, he goes to the Google and he decides to, you know, search big boobies on Google images and, you know, pull the boobs up. So, you know, I walk back to my, my, my seat because I was, you know, sharpening the old pencil, 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 the old pencil, because we didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a, pe- a mechanical type of uh, pencil using dude back then. Um, I was one of those Dixon type, I can't even pronounce that shit, but it was the good number two pencil, not that, uh, that Walmart, whoa, damn, my fucking, let me drink some of this. Sorry, people, I got, uh, just a little cotton mouth, but I'm, I'm, back at it but um yeah bad kid tech ed class sharpening my pencil come back to the seat and i see big boobies in google images images right on my laptop and i immediately look three seats down and i see this kid laughing looking at me and i'm going right when i'm going to exit it out i see the tech ed teacher touches my back he says what are you looking at i'm saying nothing and i'm trying to i'm trying to exit it out and he was like you need to follow me up to the front of the classroom and you know he starts he starts i follow him to the classroom he was like why were you looking at that what made you think that was okay to look at that and i said i was just sharpening my pencil and i came back and that was on the thing and he said he started pulling out a piece of paper paper and he was like, you know, I'm going to write you a referral. You need to go to the office for this uh, suspension. 
And I hate to say it, people, but yes, I snitched. I said, no, it wasn't me. It was that kid. And that kid just started was laughing, but he didn't care because he accepted his role as the bad kid. And because of that, because he took his referral down to the office laughing, I respected him more. I thought he was the cool kid. But what makes him a cool adult? Is it having a good job? I could see that. Being financially uh, set. Hobbies, yes, I guess. People that have hobbies are generally cool people. They're not the, just the typical people, you know, to listen to podcasts in their spare time. But that's but that's okay. I still love you guys. But people with hobbies, they're busy. Whether it's, you know, they like to rock climb. I, I don't I don't know why I said rock climbing. I really don't know anybody that rock climbs. And quite frankly, I don't know why would you want to climb a rock? What's what's the appeal of grabbing this this rock and, you know, trying to climb up it? I don't see it. You know what? Like, I'm a runner. And a lot of people out there are saying, fool, what is the appeal of running? I don't know. I guess it's that running high. That that pushing your body to that extreme to see really what you're made of. But no, a cool adult, I think, has a lot of good hobbies. Maybe not um, rock climbing because, honestly, those people are... Those people are kind of weird. Camping people, I'm, I know Elio's a big camper, but camping people are a little weird. <clears throat> I don't really understand the appeal of, you know, a campsite, camping outside with mosquitoes, unnecessary bug bites. I, I, I don't understand that. Camp in the winter, yes, I could I could see camping in the winter winter if the igloo, you know, or the tent had heat. But I don't I don't see the appeal. So maybe uh, when I say cool hobbies, I don't know, musician or something, I don't know. I don't know why I'm cutting down every cool hobby, but I think a cool adult definitely has some cool hobbies, interests they do. Dress well. They have to dress well. They have to, you know, at least at least have a good pair of shoes. And I know I'm saying this with only looking at my shoe rack and I only have four pairs of shoes right now and they're all kind of beat. But I think a good adult, a cool adult can dress well. You know, have a social life. They can maneuver, do any, you know, social situations. I respect the people that can go to a bar and, you know, and could just talk with anybody at the bar. That's not my style. I like to get my drink and find the nearest corner. And I know a lot of people is like, well, fool, why are you being so antisocial? Well, I don't know. I just can't force myself, you know, upon somebody. I feel like that's unnecessary. If you want to if you want to have a conversation with me, why don't you just listen to my podcast? Listen, I'm happy to hand you out a Match Me podcast sticker and say, "Hey, listen to the podcast." But instead, I'd rather go to a bar, be antisocial in a corner, and then go to the bathroom and then tag the Match Me podcast sticker above the urinal cuz that is my guerrilla marketing technique, people. But yes, a cool adult good social life and uh, I don't know maybe I really just described a cool kid as a cool adult maybe you really can't uh, be, be a loser kid and become a, a cool adult because I remember being young I for some reason it must have started at like third grade that's when I really became you know socially aware of my I guess you can say personality where I fit in with my with the group of kids the group of people around me but that's when I really became socially aware of who I was. And for some reason, every summer, I would start every new every new school year. That's this. I'm going to be somebody new this school year. I am going to be cooler. I'm going to talk more. I'm going to make more an effort to meet new, new, 
and newer friends. But I never did. I was always the same quiet kid. I always thought I would grow out of it. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is it possible to be a, you know, a loser kid and become a cool adult? Is it too, is it, is it, is it over for me? Should I just accept this reality I am that I am not good enough for uh, the social interactions or should I make a make a big effort? Is it too late for me? This is my question to you people. Maybe you're going through the same thing like maybe you were maybe I don't know. I feel like it's definitely easier to go from a cool adult to a a loser. I mean a cool kid to a loser adult, but it's definitely harder to go from a, a loser kid to a cool adult. But that's just that's just me rambling. But no, like I said, I'm not the best in social interactions. And I guess it starts, it really starts with when you meet a person. Do you go for the handshake or is it just perfectly okay to go high and just put your hand in the air and kind of wave? Because that's the kind of thing I like to do. I don't like to really do the handshake. I like to do the old the old fist bump. You know, we don't got to get our, our hands involved in this. That's That's too intimate, okay? And when you go for the handshake... How how do you fucking how hard do you grab the hand? Do you grab it? Do you grab it soft or do you give it a hard shake? Uh, I remember taking a a drum lesson class. I took drumming lessons for one summer, and I went to shake my drumming teacher's hand. And I guess my handshake wasn't up to par. And he said, "Hey, hold 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 up. We need to try this again. When you shake my hand, you go all the way down to the webbing of my of my thumbs, and you grip it as hard as you can, and you give me a handshake." And ever since then, since that day, I was like, all right, hold up, hold up. It just doesn't make sense. Why Why would I grip your hand hard? Do I grip a, a female's hand the same I grip a male's hand? I don't fucking know. But I feel like the dudes that grip your hand really hard, they're just undercover feds. That's all I'm going to say. What's the point of gripping somebody's hand hand hard? What, what, what's what's the point? Is it establishing dominance? Shouldn't a greeting be something simple as, you know, just a little fist bump? And if you're going to do the handshake, this, it shouldn't be hard. And I know I can affect change if I vote, but I've yet to seen a Democratic uh, candidate, uh, their stance on the old handshake. Is it hard or soft? Once a candidate comes out on, on that issue, I will fully support them. But they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not, you know taking my issues into concern so I'm not going to care about you know societal issues and I know I don't know where I'm going to tangent but let me get back how hard do you grip the fucking hand how hard do you but no like I said I feel like you're a fed if you grip the hand hard and I don't I'm not there's nothing wrong with a fed though but I, I couldn't I couldn't be a cop I mean I could be a cop definitely could be a cop but I would definitely be a dirty fucking cop I I have the morals, people. I do have the morals, but I don't know. Being a cop is really the only job you can be dirty at, and and it's cool. Like like I want to be so dirty, like I make Denzel Washington in in uh, the training day look like a little angel. Okay, I I, I want to be I want to be ripping off drug dealers. You know, I want to be you know going up to to hoes on the street and being like, where the fuck's my money for the for the day? You're on my block, sis. You need to pay up. Like, I want to be that type of dirty, but I'm not going to be the type of dirty, you know, where, you know, I'm going to be selling kids or anything or stealing money from old people. You know, it's just mostly, you know, taking money from the criminals themselves and not arresting them, just taking my cut. I'm not going to break up the family home. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, shout out to the clean cops out there. I guess uh, the the non-dirty cops. 
I don't trust you. I will never invite you to a kickback. I don't know. I can never be friends with a cop. I feel like they judge you. Plus, I've always heard that cops only really like to be friends with other cops. But getting past that point. Uh, recently, I was, uh, as you guys know, I, I dated 10. And I took an old took an old uh, a trip to D.C., Washington, D.C., and went to the monuments. And you may say, fool, the Washington monuments? What are you in fifth grade? But no, 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 we went at night. And you know, my, night. Summertime, Washington, D.C., the moon was full, and there, it was a nice crisp night. And, you know, old fool being fool, he has to spice it up any way he can. So we brought a few beers with us, and, we, you know, we were just walking around Washington, D.C., because if you're going to walk around a city with a beer, it's just easier to do it at night, people. Just resist the temptation of a day drink walking around. Just do it at night. Not too many people can see the hand, okay? And if you're going to freak, I mean the can. And if you're going to freak out over the can, just get yourself a little a little beer koozie. But no, uh, we were walking around the monuments. We went to the Lincoln Monument, you know. I said my shout out to, to Lincoln, I poured a little of the beer out, you know, out in the Lincoln Memorial, and we, we went on another walk. But I was noticing, you know, I was noticing people selling lights, but I really wasn't seeing people selling beers or selling weed. Like, where are all like the dealers at? That's a side hustle, people. Listen, if I if I was if you want to make quick and easy money, people, and you live in the DMV area, people. Get yourself a 30-pack of beers and get yourself a 12-pack of White Claws and a nice book bag. And, you know, get have a friend help you and sell each beer for $2 once the sun goes down. And I promise you, that is a good side hustle. And I was actually thinking about that. I was actually thinking about that. My girl wasn't too too happy of my, of my side hustle ideas. And I said, listen... You're you're a beautiful girl. If if you help me sell this, we probably make our money back easily. Two dollars a beer, thirty cans, you know, sixty bucks. We we're doubling this. We can go out. We can party. But she was like, "Listen, I am down to reap the benefits of this side hustle, but I don't want to be a part of it." And I and I can respect that, people. I can respect that. But everybody needs a side hustle, just a little something to supplement the income. Maybe sell little drugs. I personally don't see anything wrong with selling some drugs. When by I mean drugs, I mean soft drugs, not heroin. Basically not heroin and uh, meth, you know, that type of shit. But I'm not going to judge you because they can control themselves, people. But I think everybody needs a side hustle, whether, you know, it's cutting the grass, selling beers at the D.C. monuments, cutting hair. Supplement the income. It's 2019, people, and it's fucking hard out here. Just because the safest city doesn't, just because it's the safest city, meet people, it means it is moolah. So it's a lot of money. So I'm thinking I need to supplement my income. So maybe I just sell beers. But I'm fucking rambling, rambling again. I was thinking about this, uh, about this, um, you know, somebody at my work. They got engaged. And she had a nice, nice, beautiful, nice, beautiful diamond ring on. And I said, oh, cool. Um, What did you get him? And, you know, unbeknownst to me, I I didn't know that the man during the engagement does not get an engagement ring. And I find that, I don't know, it's 2019. What's up with that? Why can't a man get an engagement ring? I feel like 
I feel like we deserve this. Like, it just makes sense. I don't really understand why the, the, of where engagement rings came from, probably, or what culture that came from. I don't know. I, I think I would be down with a little tattoo. I don't know. Just, just a little cheaper though. But if there was men engagement rings, I think I would want the big diamond. I don't want, I don't want that ugly, ugly, you know, there's nothing uglier than men's rings, especially that, that black, that big old bulky black ring. I don't know. We need to, they need to make some new styles of men's rings. Just, I don't, I, not that I've been looking people. I haven't been looking like that though. But what's the, what's the average cost of, of an engagement ring? What would you say? Was it like $10,000 or something? Isn't it supposed to be like a quarter of your income or something? <laughs> something crazy like that? That's crazy. I feel like $10,000, they should sell rings as package deals. You know, a his and hers. You know, you go to the, you go to KY Jewelers or whatever jewelry store you go to and you say, hey, here's $10,000. This is her engagement ring. As soon as she says, yes, I'm going to pop out my, this old engagement ring and I'm going to have a diamond on it too. And we going to, we going to be, we going to be wearing this together. I don't know. Maybe an engagement necklace or something. I just feel like the man, the man needs something. Yes, he's getting a beautiful bride. Does he not deserve some jewelry? Does he not? And just think about that, people. Maybe, maybe our, our next candidate will will come out on a a pro uh, male engagement ring. Until they do, I, I'm not gonna vote. I'm not gonna vote. 2019, people. Summertime. 2020 is coming right around the corner. That is gonna be once 2020 comes. That is the uh, how to say ten years. 10 years since I've been out of my high school. And I've just been thinking, will I go to the the 10th year reunion? Will I go? Is that a good idea? 10 years out of high school, have I really set myself up in life where I should be going back to high school in front of people I've never really cared about? Is that all a high school reunion is, is is a flex? Is a oh here's here's the five year flex ah oh, you thought the five year flex was was hot wait until you see this this ten year flex but I think it would be interesting just to see you know the people in my high school and how much how much weight they've gained because they're they're there's, they're a bunch of fatties and I, I think the only reason why I would want to go is just be like hey look at me I look better than I did in high school and you're already losing your hair. I mean, I got the girl. I guess I could flex with that, though. But I don't know. I've been thinking about it. I think I may, I may go show myself. But my biggest fear is going there and not being remembered. People will be like, "I'm sitting at, I'm sitting at a table with full of intellect. Who was that guy? Who was that guy? That's my biggest fear. But I feel like the nerds." The nerds, the nerds that were in your high school, those are the real winners of the of these uh these reunions. These those are the real. Ra- I'm fucking stuttering this podcast, people. Oh my god, I'm stuttering. I'm I'm sound nasally, people. Yes, I'm a little, just a little congested. Ugh, it's been a rough podcast, people. Elio, Ebot, they will be back soon. Don't worry, people. Don't worry. But I'm actually going to end this podcast because honestly, I think I need some hot tea. 
but the Match Me podcast is artificially crafted for your listening pleasure people. People, if you're riding around with blunt guts and these empty beer cans in your car, the feds may catch you and they may lock you up. So take care of that, people. Take care of yourself. Take care of everybody. Take care of your mom. Take care of your granny. I don't know. Take care of take care of everything, people. Thank you for listening to the Match Me Podcast. Peace. <laughs>